Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Coach Jay from the Power Shift Mindset Podcast. As we cover topics on the podcast that cover all aspects of health, I wanted to tell you more about my personal coaching page, BeMotivation.com. With over 20 years of coaching, I'm proud to now offer personal training. This includes personalized workout programs with video call check-ins weekly. And if you're in Central Connecticut, I can travel to you for one-on-one training. As an ISSA certified personal trainer who absolutely loves coaching, I'll help you achieve your physical health goals. Please check out BeamMotivation.com. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay and I'm back with Trudy. And today we have a great guest. Kate Crosby is live with us during the recording coming from New Zealand. And today we're talking about living from the heart and how everything builds off that. And Kate, welcome to the show. And you want to explain what that means and uh, introduce yourself a little. Wow, it's lovely to be here. So before I begin, I just would like to take a moment to just draw everyone into this space of awareness to completely arrive together, the three of us and maybe the listeners as well. Just really feel into the body what's really happening right now. For me, there's a little bit of nervousness, obviously, meeting Jay for the first time and, you know, being here, um, having the opportunity to be the voice of divine. So I just like to open this space fully and welcome everyone to this moment right now. Okay, so I'm Kate Crosby and I go by channeler. I'm a channeler and I work a lot around helping people returning back to our heart space and become as simple as possible. So in that simplicity, everything can unfold with magic, magic and miracle without efforting, without pushing, without struggles. So um, I'm holding lots of workshops and retreats and work on a platform called Orana and doing this for 12 years now. So yeah, from here, let's take it where you would like to. So, okay, first of all, you're an amazing channeler and person and I've learned so much from you about being in the heart center. Now for people that want to bring that more into their life how how can they get there what can they do because sometimes people don't have the tools they don't they want they want to be there they want to be in their heart center but other thoughts take over so what is something that they can practice or do maybe on a daily basis that could bring them back there to the heart yeah yeah the the first and most important thing is to remember to breathe So the breath instantly bring you back into this moment right now. And I think the strongest challenge for everyone right now is to have a single mind focus 
because we all like to grab, you know, the natural tendency of the ego is to grab. And it's like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, you haven't even finished one subject. You move on to the next. And then there's a the next thing again. And you find your life kind of chaos because there is not a moment. There's never a pause. And silence become like a threat, like a threat to the being, which is really not true at all. Being in that stillness and being in that silent is reconnecting you to your foundation of peace, which is without that, you can't, you can't find love, you can't find joy. And you stepping from peace into joy and into love, but without peace, you can't go to love. And when you enter into a relationship, that's where the chaos begins, because then you only have two ego meeting with one another. I'm grabbing, you grabbing, my turn to grab, I grab more, you grab more. <laughs> and it's just this crazy war and we call that love, but it isn't. Wow, that's so, that's so profound. So, okay, so what, how can we define love? Like what, cause you know, we look at movies and what you just said, it's about grabbing, taking, who's gonna give today, who's gonna take today. And that's just not the truth of love. So how can we define what pure, unconditional love is? So when we're speaking of truth, right, everybody might have different definition of what truth means. And really truth is the unknown. Truth is an undying love is eternal. And that is the only thing that is never changed. Everything else changes. So in a relationship, we go, tell me the truth. How do you feel about me? But what is his truth? What is her truth right in that moment? It might not stay constant. And so all the time, we, we keep going back to asking for that validation and asking for that comfort or asking for security, which is not likely going to happen from a place of, you know, mine ego because there is always shifting and it's always changing and your question is what is the truth how do we find that truth how do we find that unconditional love and undying love is to still the mind and to take the time take the time still the mind and actively listening deeply listening that's the key to all relationship even relationship with yourself and you can't have a good relationship with others if we are not listening to ourselves. And a lot of the time, when we start going into chaos, the first person we run to is, is the most beloved, right? The boyfriend, the girlfriend, the husband, the wife. And, and then we start throwing our emotional body out because we want to be heard. We want to be seen. We want security. We want validation. But all of those things is already there in the truth. The truth is we are always loved. We are always held. We are, we are eternal. And nothing of this we can take with us. And whatever you express through that space of truth, just moving through, no attachment, no attachment to, I need you to be this way so that I can feel secure. I need you to say these things so that this relationship can last because those things will also change. It changes. Oh my gosh. I feel so good just listening to you. Like I feel so relaxed and 
all of this is really resonating and connecting. And Jay, I know that, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I know you were saying something. So you mentioned love and you talked in the beginning, you kind of mentioned, I think you believe you use the phrase in love. You, you hear the, the different arguments. Now we love our friends. We love our family. We love other people, but then you're supposed to be in love with your significant others. Is there really a difference? I mean, we, now we, now the, the whole polyamorous thing has become more pop culture, more mainstream thing. So can you love two people on the same level or is loving someone and being in love with someone a separate thing or are they all the same? I would say there is no black and white when it comes to this really, isn't it? Because everyone expressing love differently and it's so unique to each one of us and to say, you know, like I'm not against the marriage thing and, and I'm not approved of it. I think it's right for certain people and it isn't for certain people. And the key is to allow that freedom to express, to come spontaneously because that's where magic unfolds. The, the problems occur with this whole, you know, multiple lovers or, or I'm in love with you, but I love you as a friend. This is all the definition of the ego. Again, that constantly changing. Maybe right now I'm not in love with you, Jay, but tomorrow I could be. And <laughs> 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 that could change again. And I might change my mind that Shutri has become the love of my life. And so then this constant changes leave us feeling so ungrounded. And so another thing with the spiritual ego can come in when we start to make up excuses to not not take responsibility for how we feel and that's when we need more than one person or maybe we need just the one person to fulfill that void the void is not scary the void is is where everything unfolds it's okay it's okay to have that void and Everything is fine when you want to love more than one person and you feel that you're capable of doing that. You can really express love in an unlimited way. But if you feel like, no, it has to be this way and not this way, then loving one person or too many people, all is a problem. So, you know, you can have everything not a problem or everything a problem. That's <laughs> all coming back to, again, whether or not you anchored in that piece. So we, we're circling back around to that peace again. Without that peace as a foundation, you got nothing to give to nobody. You're just running around, pretend to be good, pretend to be loving, and then feeling like you're a victim because you're not getting that back in return because the void is not being filled because nobody tend to that void. You need to tend to that void first. And then we can talk about multiple relationship and then we can talk about loving in a very genuine way and all of that can flow. And it's, it's just going to be so spontaneous and beautiful and magical. The control comes in when we operating from the mind and the lack of trust start within you. When you don't trust yourself, you can't love one person enough for them to love you back. When you don't trust yourself, you can't love multiple people just to escape the pain. So, you know, it's, it's all coming from your intention and really anchored in that peace so that you can flow into joy and so that you can share that joy and become love and fall in love or not fall in love. It's, it's all just 
is, the isness, the isness. All welcome. So this is about also like the vibrations, the shutting down the mind, turning mm -hmm. off the mind, because that just, that's when we're disconnected with our hearts, with our true, truest selves. So how can we raise our vibration higher and higher and higher with being love? Just being, being love, not wanting it, not chasing it, but being it. Yeah. So when you said, you mentioned something about um, uh, remain shutting the mind, that is an impossible task. Yeah. <laughs> even to the Buddha, even to Jesus. <laughs> You know, that's why you see in the Bible, our God is a jealous God because it's natural. It's natural. We we are the expression of love and love comes in so many ways and not judging the mind, I would say, not judging the mind, but like actually that. deeply listening. Again, I'm going back to that. So deeply, deeply, deeply listening, authentically listening. Hear yourself. Hear yourself. Hear yourself and then communicate from that place because it's not how pretty the words are or what you say, but it's the intention and the energy behind that in which we deliver out from the space, from the truth that never change. So there's no, no problems, no dramas. And, you know, even if the grabbing happens, it will be something that you learn from and grow from rather than piling more layers of guilt or shame or and when we're going back to take responsibility that comes in with deeply listening when you deeply hear someone whether that's yourself or your partner you will take responsibility and the self in itself become it it's like it's disappeared because whatever right there you just flow with Can I, no. can I, I, I could listen to you all day. <laughs> like I, like I, I don't even have much to say. I'm like, I just want to listen to her. <laughs> so kind of like the the everyone's heard of the book of the five love languages, where oh, you, yeah. you need to speak not in your love language, but in your your partner, the person you're communicating with, with their love mm -hmm. language, because that's the one they understand. So like yeah. when we talk about, like I asked the difference between loving someone and being in love with someone. If someone thinks that you can only love one person and someone thinks that you can love multiple people, are they mm -hmm. going to be compatible? And, and then, and there's this thing where, again, we all say to our friends, oh, I love you at the end, whether it be a text message or it be a phone call or it be when we're with each other during the holidays, we'll say that mm -hmm. to someone else. But how, how do we differentiate what love is at what level? If I mean, we, we hear the phrase now, love is love. I mean, more in regards to, I mean, who your partner is and stuff like that. But if love is love across the board, what's the difference between loving someone and being in love with someone? And if two people have different mindsets on that, can they be compatible? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so at the core of every soul, we long for the same thing, right? All of us long to express ourselves actually and to experience ourselves. And when we coming into... Um, unfold together with another soul of course there's going to be differences and different colors um, and different language like you said so when you ask ask about 
compatibility. I believe that two people, this is just my personal belief. I, I do not believe that people have to be the same and believe in the same thing in an order to flow together, you know, because that, that is only control. Only control needs that. But I understand what you're talking about. For example, um, if let's say I want to have more than one lover and let's say I meet with someone who does not want that. But let's say I, I am deeply in love with this person. So then that's when the conflicts begin, right? Is this where you is this what you're asking? Yeah, it, it sounds, yeah, that pretty much where you can see the differences where some people might look at things one way, others might look another way, where and like, how can you say you love me if you also love this person? But at the same mm -hmm. time, you're telling your friends you love them. So that's where mm -hmm. like the difference of loving and being in love and you, yeah. you you hear the different the different things like if you love someone unconditionally even when you're mad at them you still love them yeah yeah and especially with friendship relationship is so much easier isn't that where you can just say i love you and there's no attachment or no expectation hidden beneath that while when it's a romantic relationship i think it's it's um i, I would say that in the conditioning way the romantic relationship or I'm in love with you actually coming from a lot of attachment place, a place of attachment. And it's really hard to reconditioning human to not be attached because we were born needing that love to survive. We, we know that without that love, we're not going to be able to function, you know, even as a baby. So Again, I don't want to judge and say it's wrong to love too many people, but I believe in our soul core. We can't love just one person. It is not possible. And maybe there is one person that you love in a particular way, mostly in a romantic way. And that will be unique only to this person. But when, when there is a, a requirement from the other person saying, you say you love me, but you also maybe love someone else. I, I can't have that. That's when you need to come back to your own truth and find your own peace and see for your own self. That's where stillness comes in and deep listening comes in again. Hear for yourself what is at your core true for you. And only deal with this moment in time because Tomorrow, you can deal with it again in a different way. You will have different mindsets. You'll be in a different energy. You'll learn something new. Two years later, that might be another progress, you know, that, that you can now adapt to just being committed to the one person or you might adapt into, actually, I want to be in love and I can love more than one person. It's, it's really hard, Jay, to say, um, you know, what's right and what's wrong. And yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if I get your question right. So yeah, did I answer I that? That's... No, I think what you, you said is good. I mean, I like when you say what's right and wrong, but what's right and wrong by, by whose book? Is it right and yeah. wrong by society? Is it right and wrong yeah. by government? Is it right and wrong yeah. by religion? So there is no right and wrong because, I mean, at least in the United States, there's this whole thing about separation between church and state. So the government and the, and the churches have nothing to do with each other. So if one is saying it's right here and the other one's saying it's wrong there, who's, which one's right or wrong? Yeah. So they're, they're, yeah. 
I mean, I agree that there is no right or wrong. And, and just because you might love that second person or that third person. And again, whether it be friendship or, or relationship wise, doesn't mean it diminishes the love you have for someone else. No, exactly. Yeah. Because every soul have unique, unique frequency and the love that I have for Jay may be different from the love that I have for true tree. But the more I love true tree doesn't mean that I'm taking that love away from Jay. You know, when, when we see it from the mind perspective, there's always limitation. There's always a not enough, again, grabbing. I need more. I need all your undivided attention. I need you to live by this script, by this code. And this is where control comes in, love diminish. It yeah. simply will not flow. And that's when we can't, we can't gel with each other and that's when we have to come back to our truth and say I love you but at this point we can't unfold together we can't co-create together in this frequency which we must step back and deeply listening to ourselves so that we can come to offer the truth and it might be a new truth again you know they say actually no one ever tell you the truth no one in this world ever tell you the truth everybody only tells you what's on their mind at that time. So ultimately wow. it can change. It can change. And when you come to realize that, you will realize life is a dream. We are just walking dreamers and we can create this dream however we want to, however magical we want it to be. And we can make it a nightmare too. And that will be quite creative <laughs> if you like thriller and horror. <laughs> but you know, everyone likes different things and we all have unique different tastes and we just have to follow our truth and be the authority to ourselves. And then we'll find like-minded soul to play with, to unfold with and take responsibility for our own feelings so that we can do the same for the others. When we learn to deeply hear ourselves, we can be there for others. Even without texting them every five seconds or calling them all the time, you know, you feel that love that's always there, never leaves you. Wow. I, you know, I love all of this. And I was talking to two of my friends the other day and they were complaining, you know, about their husbands, but they said something, they said, it's the expectations that get us disappointed. So mm -hmm. it's that sense of control you're talking about. And they, they were upset because their expectations weren't met. So how can we let go of that and just allow people to just be themselves in that moment where their truth is this today? It might be something else in the next moment. How can we just, because I think love would flow and people's relationships could flourish if we came from that standpoint of letting go of those expectations. Yeah, yeah. These things are much easier said than done, isn't it? Because when you actually live with a partner or like in, in a case of married to someone, there are of course going to be differences. And like Jay was saying, the five love languages, you know, two people might have completely different language. But see, if I go to, let's say, Nepal right now, and maybe I don't speak the local language, but there are common ground where you can relate to people from the essence. And that's what makes 
traveling so beautiful because you experiencing unique culture and different way of expressing even when you can't speak the language when when you feel the need to fit in to deliver or or to fill that expectation of someone you lose your essence if it doesn't come from a place of authenticity you need to be authentic to yourself and I wouldn't say, oh, I know you want me to take the trash out, but you know, my truth is today, I'm not feeling like it. So <laughs> you, you take it out yourself. <laughs> if that become a constant way of living, that's, that's when you need to step back and say, okay, where in this am I not willing to see my blind spot? Because meeting someone's expectation will not be a burden when it is done from, from a space of, your truth. And when you find your truth, you're going to find that meeting the expectation is very easy and simple, especially of ourselves. So then we're not going to need others to do that. And when they do so, it's going to be like a delight, you know, rather than I expect you to do this. Oh, good. You did it today. Let me take it down. Let's see if tomorrow you're going to do it again. Ah, <laughs> you did it for three days, but you didn't two years ago. Remember how hard I have to train you to get to going backward. So it's all these dramas because we, we, this is not delegating. This is refusing to take responsibility for yourself and saying, you don't bring me flowers anymore. You don't say honey anymore. Why are you referring to me by name? That become an issue. Everything become an offense. And you're looking for occasion to be offended because there's an entitlement into that, which is not love. Entitlement is not love. And when you're in that place of truth, loving space, which is, of course, have to stem from peace, right? So we talk about peace. From peace, we go to joy and then go to love when you have an expectation for someone and when it become a control and command, you don't have peace. So that means this command, this expectation is only stemming from the void within you. Something is missing there. So then you project and you push it out and you say, you do this so I can feel better. So I don't have to take my medication. <laughs> I'm on medication <laughs> because of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, gosh you you mentioned like control like in your reference mm -hmm. it to like some of the people that say you can only love one and there's the control and i don't know if you know mm -hmm. the book of mice and men mm, no please no, it, it's, 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 it's a it's a it's a classic book uh and it, you tend to read it in in middle school or, or high school and there's a, a, mm -hmm. a scene in the book where the a character lenny who is I don't know what the, we did a show on politically correct, but he's, he's a, a, a slower adult that need needs help and needs guidance. And he has a puppy and he loves the puppy so much that he pets it so hard and, and kills the puppy. So oh. he was petting it out of love, but loved it so hard that the puppy ends up dying. And it was kind of like, when you said, sometimes that love is so controlling. Do you mm. really smother that love and, and don't let it build out and then one other thing you said mentioned like taking care of yourself and that's something um, that I talk about I and mean, I'm a personal trainer and I work with people and I work with mindset a lot and especially with mothers they'll always say my kids come first my kids come first it's like no you have to come first because if you're not first 
you won't have the strength or the health to then take care of your kids or your loved ones. So you have mm -hmm. to always take care of yourself on, on every level first. So you have the strength. And like you said, if you don't love yourself, how can you love someone else? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Love can smother. Um, but that is really not love, is it? When, when you talk about patting the puppy so hard, what was going on in that point? Was he listening to himself? Or was he just expressing from a place of something needed to be released? You know, and of, of course there is a good intention many, many times like, um, for instance, I serve and my daughter is a better swimmer than I am. So when we go out, I'm going to guide her and I'm gonna be like, my intuition tells me do not go left, do not go there, there's a rip there. And I judge by mother instinct, I call it, and my own fear and my own ability. You know, I, I can't swim out that far, but maybe she could. But what will give me that trust enough out of in the name of love to not smother her and tell her, do not go to that, that red stone because I say so, right? And projecting fear is one of the biggest, I'm going to call it, um, karma that you can give to your children or people that you love and loving express love expressing itself through fear never is going to result in a desiring outcome because when love expresses itself through fear it's no longer the organic raw form of love it's like if you see love is here but on top of here is layer of suppression, anger, whatever else, by the time love expressed out is contaminated. And so to purify that love and allowing it to spontaneously come out, we must return back to that deep listening and find the foundation of peace first. Without peace, of course, I was not at peace when I told my daughter not to go there because I'm fearful. I'm fearful for her life and my judgment coming with this righteousness of being a mother. Um, I am your guardian. I am responsible. I can't have you being in danger out there, feeling very justified in my reasoning. But really, peace was not there. When I expressed that, there was no, pre no peace. Again, you know, that same context, that same action can be done. But if it's done from a place of peace first, if I'm in peace, at peace, when I say that, there will, there will not be a damage. Again, it's not the matter of actions, it's not the matter of um, words, but it's really coming from where is your deep core intention is, that is more the result you're gonna get. So asking yourself, what's my intention right now? Yes. And then still, you can still guide your daughter like not to go there but not coming from a place of fear but from a place yeah. of peace like yes and you'll feel the difference it's just you're saying the same thing but you're saying it from a feeling Definitely. yeah the energy is different yeah so Kate is there any you know suggestions or tips that you can leave our listeners with when it comes to living authentically in your heart in your heart space Living in the heart is all about freedom. 
freedom for you to accept you fully, no judgment. So whatever moves through you, embrace and accept and take the time and be still to hear that, to hear the voice, to hear the call, to hear the cry and embrace all of it. Then you will be the expression of love. So, so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. I feel like rejuvenated just by sitting here and listening to you speak. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Such an honor to be here as well. So, yeah. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Bye, Kate. Bye. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Hey, Coach Jay here. I'd like to mention Simon Says Farms. That's S-Y-M-A-N Says Farms, one of our sponsors family-owned farm in Salem, Connecticut that produces a lot of all-natural products. On the farm, they produce goat milk lotions and soaps. They also have a variety of swanky sauce, a honey habanero barbecue sauce and marinade. With everything going on in the world due to the pandemic, let's support some of our local family-owned businesses. Simon Says Farms will ship their products throughout the country. Check out the link in the show description and see their full line of products. SimonSaysFarms.com. That's S-Y-M-A-N SaysFarms.com. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit ThePowerShiftMindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.